Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast, a place where you learn to let go of the old shit and learn some new shit. So today, on today's episode, I am going to uh, have a conversation with you in regards to how to set boundaries with parents. Um, and before we get started, I actually want to tell you that I I have a cold or I'm getting over a cold, so I'm going to sniffle a little bit. And I don't have COVID. I tested twice and came back negative, but that's nothing for you to worry about because you're actually listening to me. We're not sharing the same space or the same air. So anyway, there's going to be some sniffling and a little bit of cursing too. For those of you that have your panties in a bunch, I'm going to curse. So just be a fucking adult. All right. All right. So here we go. So before we get into this episode, like how to set boundaries with your parents, I need to acknowledge that many of you are in the process of doing your work or you've taken a break from therapy and you have had some, you know, some practice with setting boundaries and a lot of you have not, right? So these episodes that I've shared in the last few weeks and including this one may be a little bit triggering for you and actually um, may bring up some questions with it has brought up some questions, and thanks to you, um, I received a couple of questions that I'm going to address in next week's episode. And so if you have any questions um, and you want to DM me your questions on Instagram, because next week is going to be like a Q&A type of scenario, like Maria, what would, what would Maria do? Like, I think that's so fucking hilarious. But anyway... I do thank you for listening. I also do thank you for sending in your your requests um, and asking me to speak on certain topics. And like always, you know, just take what feels good to you and leave what doesn't, you know, it's just like a fucking recycling buffet, right? You go to a buffet, you take what you like and what you don't like, you leave it. Same, same thing here. Same thing everywhere, really. All right. So anyway... Some of what I'm about to share with you today may be familiar or not, okay? And so now going back home, right, because this is where setting boundaries with parents tends to get a little bit tricky, and most of the time is when you go back home. So when you go back home, it's like kind of sort of like time traveling back in time, like back into your childhood. And it doesn't have to be like that. But you know what? At times it is. And if your parents um, don't have good boundaries, you probably aren't going to have good boundaries either. But if you have been working on your boundaries, you may forget them <laughs> when you get to your mom's car. I mean, when you when you get to your mom's house, you might forget your boundaries in the car, you know, and then like once you walk in the house, it's like, what the fuck? You know, and, and it's like you regress back to being, you know, five years old or, or a teenager, like 15, 14 or whatever. And I hear this all the time in practice, you know, I hear, oh, Maria, you know, like I try, I really do try to keep my boundaries, but it goes out the fucking window when I get like to my parents and do like, I hear that, you know, like I get that, you know, it's really difficult to set boundaries with your parents because your parents are the safest place, should be the safest, you know, place. And, and you don't want to hurt their feelings or, you know, but they're old. I don't care. They could be a thousand years old. No one, you know, it's never too late to have good boundaries. But here's the thing. If you were never launched 
properly, meaning your parents didn't guide you from childhood to adulthood by allowing you to think for yourself and respected your decisions, age-appropriate decisions, they didn't allow you to fall, fail, and let you to deal with your natural consequences, not only are you going to regress while visiting your parents, but so are your parents. You see what I mean by that? What I mean by that is when you walk into the house, your parents are going to become your parents and you're going to become the children. But you don't have to do that. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. So some parents don't want to grow, right? They don't want to grow themselves. They enjoy being like the parent and you being the child. They want to continue to think of you as their child and you will always be their child. But you're an adult now. You are an adult child. So if you behave like an adult and hold your boundaries properly, they will have to behave as adults themselves. Meaning they won't allow, they won't, they're not going to be allowed, like you're not going to allow them to tell you what to do and how to do it. The interesting thing here is that most of my clients, when they're learning about boundaries, which is which is kind of interesting, really, when, when people are learning about boundaries, they kind of like set like really thick boundaries because you go from like no boundaries to like really, really strict, rigid boundaries. And then as you, you know, as you move on in therapy and you do your boundary settings, then you kind of sort of, you know, you let loose a little bit and you fall somewhere in the middle. And depending on how people try to control you or manipulate you, you set thicker boundaries because they are requiring you to set thicker boundaries because they're trying to take your, your control away. Okay. So they can do it. A lot of these, a lot of these, um, clients of mine, they can do it everywhere, meaning they can do it with their friends. They can do it, you know, outside, like when they're shopping with a cash, you know, cashier or whatever. But when it comes to their food families, you know, their family of origin, they trip, you know, and the, and you know what, another thing too, is like, I think that the trickiest places to hold your boundaries, like really, really well, I think it's really like at home when you go back, at, back home and at work. And the reason I think home and work are the two trickiest ones, this is my own fucking theory, right? There's like no book in this or no book on this. Um, the, I think the reason why it's the trickiest, those two places are the trickiest is because they mimic each other. You know, like think about it this way. Like if you think about work, who at work reminds you of your mom? Who reminds you of your dad? Like, like honest to God, like everybody can actually do this, right? And you can go to work like, oh my God, like so-and-so is like, reminds me of my mom. She acts like my mom or my dad or uh, my sister. Usually the person that you have like the most um, problems with. So anyway, let's move on. So parents with poor boundaries are limited when it comes to their personal growth, right? They haven't done it yet. They haven't done this. So when you begin to set boundaries, they're like, what the fuck is that? Like, what the hell's happening to you? You're changing. That's the first thing you're going to hear. You're changing. And that change, they don't like that change. Even though it's the best for you, 
they don't like it, right? Because they're like, oh, fuck. Now I have to fucking set boundaries myself. I have to respect this? Like, no. I'm the, I'm the mother here, right? No. We can set boundaries. Moms can be adults. Adult children can be adult children, right? So parents with good boundaries will give you age-appropriate responsibilities with age-appropriate consequences. And parents with poor boundaries will focus the well-being on themselves, meaning the child will be focused on the parent's well-being. So you're going to be uh, very, very cognizant of their feelings. You're going to be like, well, I don't want to hurt my feelings. And you're going to tell your partner, like, dude, like, tell your mother to, like, not show fucking up. Like, don't show up in the house unannounced. Like, what the hell is that? You know, she needs to call or she needs to be invited. And the person's like, well, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Fuck feelings, dude. People get over feelings, but the damage that you'll be doing within your relationship, that shit is fucking real. And it stays there for a really long time, right? Until you go to a therapist and get your shit together. So, but parents with good boundaries will focus their the well-being on their child. And the child's well-being is of utmost importance. For example, parents with good boundaries is going to fucking call you and say, Hey, Sarah, can I come over? Um, what are you guys doing Sunday at five o'clock? Do you guys want to come to dinner if you don't have any, you know, if you don't have any plans? Or, hey, um, whatever the fuck your name is. Uh, do you want to come over to whatever, whatever? Or, hey... Can we come over and see the kids? We haven't seen the kids in a couple of weeks. You know, do you, you know, whenever it's available, whenever it's good for you, blah, blah, blah. Parents with good boundaries will ask for permission to come see you. They will know that you're, that you have a fucking life and that they don't own your life. All right. So now having ill parents, like parents that are sick, you know, like that are, that they're disabled or going through like elderly parents. Okay. So this is like a side note. So like parents that are sick and stuff like that, that you need to take care of them, that can create some disordered boundaries. But that's not what I'm talking about today. You know what I mean? Like take care of your fucking parent. Like if your parent can't like wipe their ass and you need to do it for them, you do it for them. You know what I mean? Like there was a time that my mother got really, really sick and I wiped her ass. And it was, <laughs> it was so fucking funny because... It, it, you know, like she just, she just couldn't, she was sick, she was dying, but you know, it, it is what it is. You know, you fucking wipe your mother's ass. Like she wiped my ass plenty of fucking times. So, you know, I wiped her ass a couple times. So not a big fucking deal. Right. But anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. So before you set boundaries with your parents first, set boundaries with yourself. Okay. So for example, Let's say you have a mom, like a mother-in-law, that you know competes with you for your partner's attention, right? Like she is like his wife, like, but she is requiring you to compete with for your partner's attention. Don't do that, right? Don't, if you need to compete with your, with your partner's, you know, with their, your partner's mom for his attention or her attention, 
go to therapy, all right? Don't waste your time doing that. You don't need to be, you know, like a therapist to know, like, that's fucked up, right? So obviously, that person's, that individual's mother needs to bounce out of this situation. So what you do in this instance, if you are in therapy or if you're not, you can use this. Okay, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a tip. So let's say you and your you and your partner have a really difficult time when you go to your mother's house or your mother-in-law's house, whatever. Set a time. For example, you if you're invited for dinner, you say, okay, dinner's at five. So you show up at quarter to five, you have dinner. You talk a little bit and then at seven, you have made an agreement that at seven, you're going to leave. And so you have to, right? Because that is an agreement that you've made with your partner. And you're also going to be setting some boundaries with your mom or the other person's mom, right? You're with that family. You're going to say, okay, I'm going to go to, I'm going to come over for dinner and then we, and you can fucking lie if you want to. You can say, you know, we have plans or not lie and just have fucking plans after. And then you do that. But, you know, the kicker is like the, this, we used to do this. My husband and I, we used to have this agreement. And then my husband's mom would start to tell us that dinner would be at whatever, Easter dinner or whatever dinner would be like, let's say at one o'clock. We would get there like a quarter of one and dinner wouldn't be ready till like fucking five. I'm not staying there for all that fucking time. We're, we're, we're not doing that. So the agreement with my husband and I, we're going to go there from one o'clock to five o'clock or whatever o'clock we decided on. And if dinner wasn't ready by that time, we were out, right? That was the boundary that we set with her. Time went on. She got the message and then she decided to say, tell us when you're leaving the house, which was an hour away, then she'll start cooking. So the food will be ready by the time we got there. And then she can visit. And then we'll be out. So boundaries, you can say, you can, you know, set your boundaries. And they may, they're not going to be respected at first. But if you uphold your boundaries, They have no choice but to respect the boundary if they want to see you, okay? So if you're a mom, this is another, this is another, you know what I mean? Like this is another uh, thing in regards to boundaries, setting boundaries with your parents. So if you're, if you're a mom or you are a daughter of of a mother, obviously you have a mother, but if you're, please, please don't wear your daughter's you know, like, like, don't be your daughter's like bestie. You know what I mean? Like, don't be best friends with, with your mom. Like you have enough best friends, you know, and mothers don't require your daughters to be your best friends. They need a mother. They need a guide. They don't need you to be their best friend. Cause who the fuck is going to guide them if you're their best friends, right? If you're, if you're best friend, you hanging out with your daughter, who the fuck is guiding her, you know? And also, don't get in the way of their development and don't get in their way of the of them developing friendships, lifelong lasting friendships. Right? So don't do that. 
and and please another another thing please don't wear your daughter's clothes you know what i mean like she can wear yours but don't wear hers like this is my own little thing here you know i don't you're not gonna see this like i don't think you're gonna see this in any book like setting these types of boundaries but the way that i think about it like this this is how i i tell my clients so like if you remember if you go back and you remember like a little kid like you see this on instagram which i fucking love when i see little girls anywhere wearing like princess clothing because like they love that shit and they're acting like princesses and they they love it um imagine your five-year-old coming to the kitchen wearing your big ass high heels your dress really really cute right and she puts your makeup and she is pretending to be an adult and she is pretending and it's cute right she's cute she knows she's pretending right children know when they're pretending to be an adult an adult like a 42 year old imagine putting on your five-year-old clothing right because this is the way it's gonna look tight really tight tight ass fucking jeans up to the crack of your ass um whatever you get the picture, right? So you're not looking like a fucking princess. You're looking like something different. So I know you're not going to agree with me. I really don't care if you do or if you don't. Obviously, you're not going to be my client if you don't. But that's fine, right? But it looks ridiculous when a 42-year-old dresses in their 15-year-old's clothes. Okay? Not... One, because you're trying too hard, stay in your own lane, have better boundaries, right? Not saying you don't look hot, look fucking hot, look amazing, look sexy in age appropriate clothing, okay? That looks amazing. You're going to look delicious in nice clothing that doesn't belong to a five year old or a 14 year old. Boundaries, right? Boundaries. We're talking about boundaries. You do you, boo. Like, whatever the fuck you want to wear, that's your fucking business. Obviously, we're talking about boundaries, right? All right. So another example, let's say you have a mom that feels, like I mentioned before, she can come over whenever she wants to. And you, you know, like, if you're listening to this, I'm, a, I'm going to assume that you're not going to be okay with this, right? So we're going to make that assumption because if you are okay with your mom coming over whenever she wants, whenever you want, obviously you don't have good boundaries and either does she, and this is not a boundary, no boundary setting, you know, podcast. Obviously this is about setting boundaries, right? So you're beginning, let's say this is the scenario, but you're beginning to learn to set boundaries and you're still uncomfortable, right? So Let's say your mom shows up at the door and you're like, Maria, I really don't know what to do. My mom keeps coming over. I am not inviting her and I don't want her to come, but she just shows up. So I'm going to tell you, take your back to the door and say, hey, mom. Right. We're on the door. We're at the door right now. And you take with your with your purse and you're like, hey, mom, what's up? I didn't know you were coming over. I'm on my way to the gym. I'm on my way to blah, 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 blah. Oh, you should have called me. I, I had no idea. See, you should have called me. Meaning, if she would have called you, there would have been some boundaries. 
and then she would have been able to visit in your terms okay that's the goal and also you have permission to be assertive okay remember this better boundaries equals better relationships when you have better boundaries you have your integrity your self-confidence goes up so remember in one of the previous episodes like i think it was like the what are boundaries episode i talked about physical boundaries you know like fences sidewalks um street you know lanes boundaries that you can actually see right um the boundaries that i'm talking about today are invisible boundaries they're emotional boundaries they're energetic right so if you've worked with me before or if you know me you know that i'm very empathetic i am very sensitive meaning i like i have i'm very spiritual so i i can sense a lot so i'm um, if i'm in a toxic situation where boundaries are very dysfunctional sometimes i see this at parties where the conversation is i'm not even going to get into it but the, you know it's just fucked up like there it's just you know sometimes it really sucks being a therapist you know what i mean i just got to tell you that side note because your awareness level is so probably so much higher than other people and you see the dysfunction and you know once you see it you just can't fucking unsee it you know so there are times when i can't physically i can't stay there because energetically the boundaries that are that these people are sharing don't exist and so i have to remove myself you know you know like i have to either go outside or leave or whatever but i'm the also the type of person that will will not accommodate anyone you know unless unless you're my daughter like my two daughters i will make myself uncomfortable for them because their bet you know for their benefit i will make my i will be uncomfortable and i will take on shit whatever they need me to do i will do it for them but i won't do it for some other people because other people are responsible for their bullshit but my daughters that's a different story i'm their mother and i'm here to teach them and guide them and to grow till they fucking die or i die i'm probably gonna die first so anyway but unfortunately, this is this is not what you know what what is happening. You're if you don't have if you have poor boundaries, your your default, I should say, is to accommodate your parents, meaning your mom's feelings at your expense. For example, let's say your mom does show up at the house, but you don't want her to show up at the house, like the, the example that I just gave. And you don't want her there, but you let her to come in. Oh, hi, mom. How you doing? And you give her tea and you make her food, knowing damn fucking well that you don't want this company. And you don't set boundaries and hours go by, right? That's accommodating their that person's feelings, your mom's feelings, and not taking your feelings under consideration. Now, what is that accommodation costing you? You may be nice, quote unquote, a nice girl. But what's happening to your mental health? You know what I'm saying? So if you want to work on your boundary setting skills, you know, before, you know, working with your mom, practice. You know what I mean? Like practice. And I'm, I'm going to sound like 
I'm going to sound really mean, right? Quote unquote mean, Maria's mean. Or, you know, I'm going to require you to be like messed up or exaggerated or fucked up or so mean. I can't be mean, Maria. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to ask you to be like just setting boundaries, right? So, and the only reason, by the way, people think that setting boundaries is bad is because they don't like to be, you know, they don't like to confront people. So they much rather be a doormat than to actually confront somebody. So, but if you're walking by, this is, just try this. If you're walking by and somebody drops their phone, do your hardest not to pick it up. Unless it's like an old person that they actually literally cannot pick them up, right? This is the illness boundary stuff. But if if it's a grown ass person and they can bend down and pick them up, pick it up, don't do it for them. That's setting a boundary, right? Don't do for others what they can do for themselves, right? So if they can do it for themselves, let them stop getting in the way, right? That's like you setting that boundary. They don't fucking know what you're working on, but you know, right? So if you're walking into a store and let, let's say you're walking outside of a store and you hold the door for the person behind you, if you want to do that, do that, right? Because you don't want the, you know, the door to smack. That's just courtesy. But don't hold the door for the fucking train that is behind the other person. And you're standing there for fucking hours and not one person says thank you. Fuck that shit. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So start setting those boundaries. Small little steps. Small boundaries that are going to give you some wins. That is going to make you feel really good about yourself. Even though there's little... Right. But little things add up to a lot. So, you know, do that. Do that for yourself. Give yourself that gift. Um, so let's say um, your mother. Another example. It's always your fucking mother. Right. We're always blaming mothers. So let's say um, your mother calls you at work, but you don't want her to call you at work. So you text her back and I'm like, hey, mom, I'm going to call you tonight at eight o'clock. Right. Call her at eight o'clock or. Say, hey, what's up? Ba -da 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 -da. Don't call her. If you don't want her to talk to your mother at work, stop answering the phone and just text her back. If she keeps texting, you already texted her. I will call you tonight. She can reread that message 25,000 times. All right. But she wants now, now, now. It's not an emergency. If it's an emergency, it's a different thing. So, Hey, mom, I can't come on Saturday, but I can come on whatever, whatever day. You're setting boundaries like that. Okay, take small steps. All right. So another another thing is when your emotions arise while you're setting these types of boundaries with your parents. Learn to soothe your inner child because your inner child, she's the one that's freaking out, right? She's the one that's sitting in front of me in therapy saying, Maria, I'm really having a difficult time setting these boundaries. I'm really worried about like hurting my mother's feelings and blah, 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 right? I'm actually talking to the inner child that is living inside an adult body. And I am extremely cognizant of that, all right? So, but if you want your parents to see you, and if you want your parents to hear you, that, my darling, is ultimately your responsibility. Nobody else's but yours. And with that, my love, I'm going to leave you today with this. Thank you for listening. 
Um, next week, like I said, it's a question and answer, like a Q&A episode. Thank you all for, for taking your time to listen. And I know that I feel very blessed with everyone that has sent me messages of, um, of encouragement, letting me know that you're getting something out of these episodes. Because when I help you heal, you heal others. And it's such a line of healing that not only does the healing goes to, you know, toward future generations, but we actually, we, meaning you and I, we are actually healing our ancestors, right? So not only are we healing us, we're healing the people before us and the people after us. And if my words can give you some encouragement, some healing, that you can just share it with one person or you can actually sh- like feel like good about something. Like just if you're walking down the street and you don't pick up that phone for somebody else because you're holding and you do that, that is amazing, right? It is amazing. When you heal, I heal. When you succeed, I succeed. When you and I heal, we all heal. When you and I succeed, we all succeed. And that is so fucking beautiful. All my love to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit me up on Instagram, right? Maria Rivera Heath on Instagram. I love you fucking tons. Besitos, un abrazo. And if you're fucking on the treadmill, which I know you know who you are, <laughs> I fucking love you. All right. Um, I'll talk to you uh, next week. All right. Take good care of yourself and be good.